You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Thank you for being here. By the way, some good news. I'm sure you saw this, but let's celebrate it again together. And if you didn't, awesome that, that we can bring it to you here first on CBS Sports Radio. Damar Hamlin officially yesterday out of the hospital, recovering from home. What a, um, what a, what a brutal and, and difficult process it's obviously been for him and for the entire country. All, most of us who, who don't know the young man. And thank God, literally thank God, that, that uh, it seems like he's going to be okay. And he is home, and that is, that is wonderful news. Uh, we got by ourselves coming up in the, later in the hour, about 20 minutes from now. You never know what pretty daddy Tommy D. Cell, Tommy Muscles, is going to unleash upon us with his questions and his topics. And I am excited, as we all are, at D-Cell CBS. If you've got a suggestion or two for him, there's still time to try to slip one in. You can lobby him. Good morning, Tommy. Tom, Diesel. Good morning, Bill. How are you on this Thursday? I'm excellent, Bill. I'm good. Um, we will uh, we'll close the show. The last segment's always incredibly, incredibly long. We we might um, that's sarcasm. We'll try to get we'll try to get to it quicker, bosses. We will uh, maybe we'll let Derek Carr have a, a little moment. You know, and what is a pretty clear goodbye to uh, not just Vegas, but to his time with the Raiders over the two cities they've been at during his, I think, pretty impressive tenure, especially given the challenges of the defenses that he's had. Uh, we'll hit that. We will hear from you if you'd like to weigh in. 855-2124-CBS, Twitter, Sports Writer, Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Excited about the playoffs. Going to be thrilling. Going to be fun tomorrow. Nick Costos, our guy, our buddy, is going to give us some gambling insights, some perspective, help us make some money. Nice job on him, by the way. Lions on the money line. Yeah, baby. Nicky making us the cash. Um, but there are a couple games, as excited as I am, that are going to almost certainly be be duds as some problems from the regular season follow playoff teams, but they're not going to look like it when they get to the actual playoffs into, into the postseason. Uh, you've got Lamar Jackson with that knee issue. He's been out since around December 4th. It is a long shot to play against a Bengals team that I would take anyway, even if Lamar were at full capacity. But if he were, if he were out there, which we don't think he will be, and he were 100%, which he certainly probably wouldn't be if he played, I'd still take Cincinnati. But it'd be a bigger challenge. And, you know, you, you can make the case. I know some, some Ravens optimists have tried to, but Lamar Jackson hasn't been at practice, hasn't been around. He ain't playing. So I'm not reporting. I'm just telling you, he ain't playing. As sure as Nick Saban's going to put Alabama number two every year in his coach's pool, no matter what the hell happens. He ain't playing. And we also, we knew, we suspected, we thought that Tua Tungabailoa, again in concussion protocol, would miss a really obvious, they're all difficult, but an incredibly tough game at Buffalo for the Dolphins. And that means Skylar Thompson, I think it's a seventh-round pick, a rookie, uh, will will be the guy. That doesn't bode well for the Dolphins. It doesn't change how successful and impressive I think they've been under Mike McDaniel. And even though we knew this was coming, for me, I, I don't didn't think Lamar was going to play for the Ravens and, and didn't think the Ravens were ever, for me, over the course of the whole year, a real threat. And I could be wrong. I'm a Lamar, and I'm talking when he's healthy. Not talking about his health. Not talking about the rising concerns that we have seen out there. A lot of it today in the newsletters. We hit it yesterday in the show. Is he or is he not Lamar Jackson? Maybe pulling his punches a little bit because he's he's not under contract long-term the way that he wants. Could he play? 
All that aside, perfectly happy, perfectly healthy, perfectly chemistry-filled, joy-filled Lamar Jackson. I, I just, I'm a skeptic of his in the postseason. It wasn't true for Tua and the Dolphins, and there was a stretch over the course of the year where I really believed, I really thought that the Dolphins could be a second-tier contender, the kind of team that would be unlikely to be able to beat both Buffalo or all of Buffalo, the Bengals, let's say, and, and, and Kansas City. But maybe it could be one of them, or maybe beat two of them. Could could rise to that level if things went the right way. But it had to include Tua. Tommy, what's the stat? He played 12 games this year, right? And what were they with him? In the 12 games that he started and finished, remember, because right. he got hurt in that uh, week four Cincinnati Thursday night football game, in those 12 games, Miami was 8-4. and four. And I think 24 touchdowns to seven interceptions, also known as a likely Aaron Rodgers season from this point on. I mean, it's not that, that's really impressive in 12 games. And so when Mike McDaniel came to the podium yesterday and, 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 and gave the news, for me, even though it's expected, it takes away a serious hurdle that would have been presented, and Buffalo's the team they play, to anyone, including Buffalo, had this news not been the news. As of uh, today, um, Tua has not been cleared by doctors to resume football activities on the field with his teammates. So um, because of that and because of the time that um, he's missed, I can rule him out for Sunday. As a result, um, we will be approaching uh, the game today, the Wednesday game, as Skylar Thompson as our starting quarterback. So it's not the same thing as DeMar Hamlin because Tua Tungabailoa didn't almost die, but it speaks to a similar reality, I think a discomfort that, that just exists in discussing football matters as if they are a primary concern to human matters. Because the human matter here is that not only can Tua not play, and I, I'm imagining, I don't know, that he's going to continue his career, and that's what he wants to do, but when you have concussions, they tend to reoccur. When you have them this early, it does not bode well long-term for things like your cognitive functioning and just a level of pain or, or problems you're going to have down the line. And yet, there's already talk about, oh, man, so do we replace Tua? Should they get somebody else? Now, I'm not talking about, about Skylar Thompson. I'm talking down the line for a Dolphins team that was a Tua Tungavailoa away for me from being in a, having a puncher's chance against a Buffalo Bills team that can win the whole thing. I, if Tua were healthy, I would have sat here and told you, I, I don't know that they win. I think they can, and here's how, right? There was a scenario. And that means that Tua's very serious injury issues that have been caused by football are going to, and should, even though it's awful and uncomfortable and ugly, result in the Dolphins looking around and having to make some really difficult decisions. Is Tom Brady someone that can be brought in? That is the talk today. It's it's considered a possibility. And again, and I'm not taking shots at Tua, but Tua is so accurate, but he doesn't have overwhelming arm strength. He doesn't have Josh Allen's arm. That's not the and Mike McDaniel has built an offense that what made Tua in those twelve games look extraordinary. I thought he looked extraordinary. All the speed of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, and the scheming and the approach that, that Mike McDaniel takes, and, and to his accuracy, by the way, he's a really accurate thrower, made him incredibly effective. That is a pretty good model for bringing in a talented, cool, under-pressure, aging quarterback whose arm may not be what it used to be, but still has the metal and the leadership and the vision and the understanding to be good. I mean, if you're going to construct an offense, 
it might be an offense that has a bunch of speed, a bunch of weapons, and can operate where you don't have to have massive arm strength. Tom Brady could be very successful in that scenario. It also, and again, I, I, I don't feel great. It's not like I'm taking shots at two of the football players while two of the human beings is suffering because he plays football, but this is the spot we're in. You could also make an argument that Tua Tagovailoa, this is sort of the chicken and the egg, wasn't a great quarterback or is a mediocre quarterback who excelled in this offense because Mike McDaniel put it together in the front office, put it together the right way. And again, it's two different ways of looking at something. He wasn't Tua great last year. He has been really good this year. But if however you want to view it, the ability to bring out the best in a really good quarterback or the ability to take a mediocre quarterback and make them really good, whatever, distinction without a difference, a Jimmy Garoppolo is interesting if, if there's not a Tom Brady a, a, as an option. A Derek Carr is really interesting, and I think maybe more than interesting than Jimmy Garoppolo if if, if Tom Brady's not an option and, and you want to move on from Tua. So not only are the Dolphins almost certainly, you never know, I suppose, but almost certainly dead in the water here in terms of having an opportunity to win this game at Buffalo, a Buffalo team that certainly could have gotten the bye, didn't, but, but certainly could have. They've got some, I think, long-term hope and promise. I would be very optimistic if I was in Miami, but it's also so unfair to Tua. But the reality that they're going to have to make really, really difficult decisions about about what happens and, and what happens next. Because you don't know when it comes to this kind of concussion from a purely mercenary, and again, it feels ugly to talk about, mercenary perspective of football operations, can you rely on Tua Tagovailoa? And more importantly, I think, for Tua certainly, I'm not sure that Tua should want to be someone who can be relied upon because there are going to be, we know this from the science, real consequences if he continues to play and continues to have one or two or three concussions a year. That is a that is a recipe for, for real personal disaster. I can't tell Tua Tagovailoa what to do, and I'm not making that judgment. We don't talk a lot of boxing here on the show. We don't. Why would we? But I, have, I covered it for a short time, and I like the sport. I've, I go, I've gone to boxing matches in Vegas. But I'm aware, you're aware, right, the rare times we talk about it, how violent that sport is and the consequences. I'm not out there saying guys shouldn't box. You want guys to be aware. Do is aware. All I'm saying is from both a mercenary football operations building perspective and from just a human being perspective, if Tua asks, he doesn't know me, but if he's like, hey, Bill, Phil, whatever your name is, what do you think? My advice would be, I think you probably should stop playing. And then I think if that's not where your head is at, and I understand that, you need to err incredibly on the side of caution and be on the extreme side of when you return and be overly cautious. And it's going to be difficult to find football teams that will commit to you in a real full-time starting quarterback way if that's what you're going to do, right? But that's what you should do. All of which makes the Dolphins' problems and, and the things they have to find solutions for really pressing beyond what it feels like an inevitable loss over over the weekend. I say this sometimes, and I try to say it less on the air because it, it sounds dark and I think depressing and negative. I don't really mean it that way. But life is unfair. And most of you, again, to our to our trust fund listeners, hello and thank you for being here. But for most of us, right, work for a living, have a real life, right, have to make the decisions we have to make. Life isn't fair. And, and I don't subscribe to the notion because two was unfair and it still makes him a millionaire. We shouldn't care. Everybody, you make twenty grand, you make fifty grand, you make five hundred grand, you make five million, you make fifty million a year. Everybody's going through what they're going through. I feel really bad for Tua, but life isn't fair. And the Dolphins, when they, I think, inevitably get beat down in Buffalo this weekend, are going to experience again in a mercenary way the reality of life where you can't 
rely on your quarterback because he is he is predisposed to, to, to this sort of problem. And I love that the NFL, I'm sure they hate it, but I love that the NFL has been forced by the attention we fans pay, I, I would argue. Media has paid to concussions that this is the way that it's going, this is what's happening, that this is... But the reality is the Dolphins are going to have to find either a really, really capable backup or, unfortunately, I think more likely, another quarterback. And what will be interesting, if that's the case, is whether Tua is moved as part of that deal to clear him out. But I think some of the logic I've seen is, well, maybe you move Tua as part of it. I'm not, if the Dolphins want to move on from Tua, I'm not, for this reason, again, it's ugly to talk about, I'm not sure how much value he has in the market. It, It might also make sense, from a mercenary and a humanitarian perspective, to bring in a Tom Brady, if that can be done, and let Tua be there and not have to play as much and see whether or not physically he can get to a point where this recurring issue for his health first, but for football terms as well for the Dolphins, that's their main concern, whether that can go away. It ain't an easy spot. And the news from Mike McDaniel isn't just expected for the weekend. I I think it it gives us a glimpse of a very difficult decision Tua's going to have to make in his career and the Dolphins are going to have to make for that franchise. Uh, If you want to call us, if you want to weigh in, if you have a perspective, we have a phone number for that. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4CBS. Twitter, sports writer, sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. D-Cell at D-Cell CBS. Bogus is coming back. Tommy Muscles over here is going to weight lift some sports topics into the universe for you. Does that make sense? Not really. It's not really an analogy that worked. But I went for it. I tried it. Tom, what is what is the um, what's the feeling and the vibe on today's buy or sell? I'm going to lean into your analogy there. It's a swole buy or sell. Swole. Swole. This baby is ready. This baby's working out, ready to go. Let's do this. A swole. I don't have anything in my life that's swole. So, like, this is exciting for me. A swole buy or sell coming up here on the program next on CBS Sports Radio. All right, for wild card round action, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is the place to go. New customers, to get this, you can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat bet each day. Not a beat, just a bet. Of the wild card round this weekend, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code, this is important, writer, R-E-I-T-E-R. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. That's code Ryder. My last name, Ryder. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be present in state where lawful to wager. Uh, 21 plus in most eligible states, but ages vary by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario and Ohio. Bonus is issued as free bets. One free bet issued based on amount of initial losing NFL bet up to $10. Eligibility, wagering, deposit restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific Responsible gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. Eligibility in terms of sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Uh, this NFL postseason, every Westwood NFL broadcast streams live for free. Wildcard round, the division around the AFC and NFC championship games, the Pro Bowl and Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station streams or basket Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone, the free AutoZone fixed finder service. Can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Let's get in a swole zone because apparently Diesel said that it's a swole edition of buy or sell. Let's do this, Tommy Muscles. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Bogus, are you ready for this to be 
swole? I'm probably not, but I'll do my best. Not either. I really leaned into your Tommy Muscles nickname. It's a swole edition on a Thursday. Let's oh, get... you got out of taking your shirt off because the Batman show didn't happen. We both yep. won. You don't have to be Batman and my shirt stays on. Shirt comes off anyway, dude, tomorrow. It's time you paid off that bet. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that... It's a major character flaw. What Andrew, a... buy or sell that it's okay that I actually truly like morally judge uh, Tommy over here in a bad light for not paying off his bet. Yeah, bye. Absolutely. Bye. You know, not not in a major way. It's not something that you no. like to define your relationship or affect his job status. But it's always if you're when you're breaking down diesel, you should remember that on the list of things is that he doesn't pay off his debts. Yeah, yeah I mean that's... one of uh, one of many character flaws yeah. I have. Not a Lannister. Not a Lannister. It's a Game of Thrones reference. I got it. Lannisters always pay off their debts. Right over my head. You'll watch it in like and, 10 years, Diesel. And right. Celestinos never watch shows. <laughs> <laughs> Another character flaw. No, what? it's not like, not paying off your debts is a character flaw. I don't know about a lot of character flaws. That's a character flaw. Having bad takes isn't a character flaw. I mean, go easy on yourself. Who said anything about bad takes? Everyone. Who did you say the NFL should go to four? <laughs> Somebody asked me, a listener who I kind of know reached out and asked me like, this is a put on, right? He, not, he's kidding. Like, no, man. All right. Real deal. All the time. All right, Tommy Muscles. All right, let's get into it. Earlier this week, we discussed how Joe Burrow felt the Bengals' window to win was his entire career. Windows my whole career, and, and everybody that that we have in that locker room, all the coaches we have, you know, things are going to change year to year, but uh, our window's always open. Well, Bill, yesterday Burrow expanded on why he's always so confident, saying, quote, you can't go out there scared in the moment. You have to be a little arrogant to go out there in that moment and make the plays you need to make, end quote. Bill, you always say that arrogance in sports is not a bad thing. So my question to you, buy or sell Joe Burrow's arrogance serves him well. I will buy. I, I'm. Buy. A, you're right. I am a fan of arrogance in the right proportions and I think like, is he arrogant guys I mean bogus buy or sell this qualifies as arrogance I think it's confidence more than arrogance and there is a difference arrogance to me skews negative I think this is just him being confident he would make Joe Burrow the number two quarterback in the NFL even if somebody else won a quarterback competition that there season. you go lean into it Arrogance, an act of superiority manifested in an overwhelming manner or in presumptuous claims or assumptions. See, the thing is, you can be overbearing about your self-confidence, and it can be off-putting, but still true. I don't find it overbearing, though. I, I, I like it. I did, I think I told this story, I did get sideways with Tom Crean once when I wrote a really, I thought, pretty nice column, but called him arrogant. And he, like, got, we got into it at a press conference, and then we became buddies. I can see how maybe he didn't like being called arrogant, though. To be fair to uh, Mr. Tom Crean. I mean, to be fair to me, it was multiple coaches who were like, like I made call, like, I got, yeah, he's really good, he's arrogant. <laughs> I love Tom Crean. I think he's arrogant, but I don't, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think Bogus is arrogant, but I think it's, it's a compliment. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was a bad thing. I prefer condes- like condescending anyway. <laughs> I mean, one who is condescending is because they're intellectually arrogant. Yeah, I'm going to be quiet now. You've hurt me. I'll be quiet. No. Veto me. Why are we talking about this? Is that about renaming the show? Yes. 
several times. What do you say we get to two teams who are not arrogant? Yesterday, the Jets announced that they mutually parted ways with offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur, not to be confused with Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. New York finished 29th in total points scored this season, and one day earlier, the Washington Commanders fired their offensive coordinator, Scott Turner, and Turner had been OC under Ron Rivera for the past three seasons. Buy or sell, you have more confidence in the Commanders' offense moving forward than you do the Jets. Put you in a tough spot there. Who's going to be the quarterback of the Commanders next year? Who's going to be the quarterback of the Jets next year? I think the Jets are going to force Zach Wilson. I think they're going to get an ultimate answer whether the kid can play or not. And all I can say in Washington, it's not going to be Carson Wentz. I will buy that I have more confidence in the Commanders. That's the question. I'll buy. Buy. Marginally. Andrew, confident, not arrogant, bogish. I have a buy or sell question for you. And it comes from all in Green Bay. Not everyone in Green Bay. It just that is the. I thought it was everyone, every single person. Any predictions on the Australian Open tennis? Is the tweet. Neither Rafi on the down nor Novak Djokovic will Ooh, win it. That's a good one. What percentage of your everyone else is Carlos Alcaraz? Well, the problem is he's not playing, right? That he was he'd be there. He'd be my best guy to knock him off. I'm not even following tennis right now. Is he out? Yeah, he hurt his ankle or his knee in training last week, so he's out. What? Yeah. So Joe, a good job, keep up the sport. Wait, that is well. I'm gonna still watch it, but that's a lot less exciting. Yeah. So I don't know who's gonna keep them from it, but neither one's gonna win it. Are you sure? I mean, I believe you. I'm literally... That is terrible. You look yeah. visibly upset right now. Like, you're you're shook. I mean, I'm watching a lot of other stuff. I'm not following tennis, but I love Alcaraz. He opted out of the U.S. Open. You are on this. Every once in a while, I'm right. You should be arrogant, and I should be the opposite. I'm arrogant, I shouldn't be. I should listen more and apparently read more. All right. All right, let's get back to football here. David <laughs> Shaw... He's... <laughs> Andrew won't even make eye contact. Uh, with with me or with you? I took the computer screen. It's following him. It's he, not actually. He said he likes to lean into condescending. Ooh, now it's moving. No, now I'm in a shell. I've been I've been called out. I'm responding. In no, you haven't. No, there is no shell. We're on the shell together. We're all in a big tent. I'd love to have you in my shell. It'd be an honor. I don't know what's happening right now. I'm going to be honest. I have no idea. I'm going to get back what to the, the NFL. What are you talking about? David Shaw, who stepped down as head coach at Stanford right after Thanksgiving this season, has reportedly interviewed for the Denver Broncos head coaching vacancy. Prior to Shaw's 15 years at Stanford, first as OC and then 12 years as head coach, Shaw spent nine seasons in the NFL as an assistant with the Eagles, Raiders, and Ravens. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell David Shaw would be a successful NFL head coach. Oh, man. I, sell. I, I think if you're asking me the so. odds, how many guys make that leap successfully? And I know he had success at Stanford, but how many make the leap successfully coming off a lack of success recently? Yeah, it got ugly either, at Stanford at the end. Yeah. Either of you want to. He's well-respected. I don't know if he could go into a bad situation and turn it around. I know he's well-liked. I know he's well-regarded. That's as far as I can go. I don't know 
if it would work out in a bad situation like Denver right now. Bogus, are you are you buying? I'm just surprised. I I thought the once he was done at Stanford, it'd be full time TV because he's so good on TV, especially around the he draft. Is. I thought that was going to be the easy thing. I, I I've had enough of this. So let me take a break. Maybe in a couple of years, cycle back. But here we are, checking in with at least Denver. Um, I know what the diesel said. He's highly regarded. I think there were some things out of his control that were kind of messing things up at Stanford. Um, but the argument also is somewhat valid that the further he got away from Jim Harbaugh's players and and kind of yep. structure, the worse things got. So um, I think it's a, it's, a, it'd be surpri- it's surprising to me that he wants an NFL job. It'd be surprising if he got one as well, I think. As with Russell Wilson. Um, buy or sell, you want me to give you guys maybe the worst wordplay I've ever done. Buy. Okay. <clears throat> you ready for this, Andrew? Are you okay? Yeah, I mean, diesel opinion matters more. He wants it, so let's go. David Shaw. How the mighty have shallen. Sell. That's not your worst. It's not my worst. It's not your worst. I'd say that's middle of the pack. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, bottom third, maybe, but not your worst. (laughs) Got Got it. That's fair. All right, let's stay with NFL coaches here. The Carolina Panthers interviewed former Colts head coach Frank Wright yesterday. Now, as we remember, Wright was fired four and a half seasons in Indianapolis earlier this year. Buy or sell that Frank Wright needs to be selective in the next job he takes, even if that means becoming an OC again instead of a head coach. Oh, man. I'll sell. I actually think... Sell. I'd love you guys to to tell me if you you see otherwise. I I think if you can be a head coach, you take the job, no matter how bad the job is, because there aren't many... And you can't control necessarily what happens or if you get the blame for it as a coordinator. Maybe that's wrong, but I I think you take a, a head coaching job if it presents itself. Like, let's be honest. Even even Frank knows this. Like, if he takes the Carolina job, he's not succeeding there. He's just not. It's not happening. They don't have a quarterback. Uh, I mean, teams do turn it around. It, it happens. Plus, coming from the last situation he was in with the Colts, he has to, that has to be on his mind. All he didn't have in Indy was a quarterback. That's all he's needed. He's a good offensive mind. Like, I mean, he also like how many got, how many people, if you include coordinators, has Carson Wentz gotten fired? By the way, well, that was my point. He might have a great offensive mind, but he went zero for three on quarterbacks in Indianapolis. They were wrong on Carson Wentz, and he wanted Carson Wentz. They were wrong yeah. on Matt Ryan. So. Why would if I'm hiring him? Why would I think that he could fix Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold or Kyler Murray or anybody like that? I mean, I got him a little spooked by the indie run. It got real ugly, and things that were specifically he was there for didn't get done correctly. I think, as part of your question, Tom, I, I what I would buy as well is this is hard to do, but he needs to take the job as a head coach where he believes most thoroughly in the GM's ability. It's hard to give away power, especially the way that NFL minds work and think, but uh, find a GM who can actually build a a successful roster, and obviously a huge part of that is finding the right quarterback. All right, let's get to some hoops here. Now, for the second straight game, the Phoenix Suns were without their three top players, Devin Booker, Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, and surprise, surprise, Bill, they were blown out last night by the Denver Nuggets, 126-97. to Phoenix is now under 500 at 21-22 and 22 on the year, 
but they're still the seventh seed in the West. Buy or sell, you expect the Suns to turn their season around when and if they get healthy. So I'm going to discuss this as well. So this is a, this is a pre, this, you, get, you get it first here on CBS Sports Radio. I'll be on CBS Sports HQ Spotlight at 4 o'clock Eastern, which is on CBS Sports Network. I talked to a scout, I don't remember when it was, two days ago, who, there are a lot of people who think Chris Paul, okay, I'm not a big Chris Paul guy, so this is my view aside. There are a lot of people who are worried about Chris Paul. I talked to a scout that I really, really respect the other day, who's usually right, who actually scouts, gets out there and scouts teams, who told me Chris Paul is 100% washed. That when he comes back, it doesn't matter. He's physically washed. He's already washed now. He's certainly going to be in dire straits when you get, get into playoff basketball and it's consistent basketball every other day. So... What was your question? Buy that they're in trouble. Is that the buy? Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, the, that, that works. That's just. I, I think they're the West is. I think the Warriors are the best team in the Western Conference, even though they just lost to a that Suns team that had nobody because they're going to figure it out. Steph's back, but outside of the, the the Warriors, I think it's wide open. I think you can make an argument against every single team, a strong one to make a postseason run, including the Denver Nuggets. And so, you know, I could be wrong. The scout could be wrong. Chris Paul could come back. But they're just, I don't think they have enough without him, even when they're healthy and nobody's healthy right now. And I think there's a real chance that window for the time being is they need another piece. It used to be Chris Paul. They don't have that Chris Paul. They It ain't going to happen this year. All right, let's stick with the NBA, but head over to the Eastern Conference. The Cleveland Cavaliers are off to a 26-16 and 16 start this season, and reinforcements are on the way. Point guard Ricky Rubio, who tore his ACL a full calendar year ago, is eyeing a return tomorrow night against the Blazers. Buy or sell that adding 32-year-old Ricky Rubio into the Cavs rotation will do more harm than good. Oh, sell. Sell. No, I, I think I don't remember the numbers exactly, but their their box score plus minus and their just win loss record with Rubio when he's played short sample size though it is is really really good. He's very well respected. I don't know that he's going to get a ton of minutes certainly early on. I don't know that he's going to be in that rotation a, a ton. They are really really deep, but I he's well liked. He's well respected. Obviously, the position he plays that takes a lot of pressure off the other guys who, who also play point guard. I think it's a. I think it's really good news for, for Cleveland. All right, let's finish up with some baseball here. Last question. Slugger Nelson Cruz signed a one-year deal with the San Diego Padres yesterday. Now Cruz will turn 43 this summer, and he's sitting on 459 career homers. The Padres are Cruz's eighth team during his 18-year career. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell Nelson Cruz's career gets overlooked because of how transient he's been. Not the transient only- property. I honestly thought you were going to say fat. I, I don't know why I thought that was the word that was coming. I was bracing myself. <laughs> Hard really... to overlook a guy so chubby. <laughs> I, I don't know why. That is, by the way, that's a, that's a judgment on me and not a judgment on you. That is a reflection on, on me. Because um, obviously, I guess it's what I would have said. Does he get overlooked? What do you think, Andrew? Uh, I don't think so. I think he gets correctly looked at. He's a good player. He has a lot of home runs, obviously. He's been around for a long time. but He also didn't I, get a start until he was 24 years old in, in Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's a, good, it's a nice player, good story, but it's fine. He, he is what he is. I don't think we need to be more carried away by, by Nelson Cruz right now. 
I do. I will give him a little side buy as a fantasy player over the years. Okay. Bye. If you have a utility spot. Not a right fielder trying to win a World Series for the Rangers. No, no, no. I'm just right. I'm just saying as, a, as like a fan because like, he was certainly undervalued in fantasy baseball drafts a few times. Blue shirts. Big one tonight. I'm but you already know that. Yeah, I'm... it's a big double. Soccer into Rangers stars. A little, little, little Barca today. You ready for this? You ready? Not Let's yet. Go. It's too early still. I got to pace myself. I got some bad news, Andrew. I'm, I'm, um, I'm bummed about. Actually, I'm bummed. I can't go to the Rangers game with you that Monday that I'm in town. That's okay. I probably I couldn't either. A drink. No, no. This is where you get to pretend you would have been there. I get to have a drink. I have to go have a drink with an NBA guy. So we're really tight, the three of us. I mean, we all cannot wait to hang out with each now, other. I'm doing one, whatever this means. I'm doing a quick drink in an open-ended window, which is always like show up at the bar for seven minutes, like try to get my info, and then so I might be able to make second half, first quarter, whatever. I don't, you know, it's not a half periods. <laughs> yeah, period periods. Okay, I'm, I'm trying to become a hockey fan. You gotta help me. Yeah, no, we're, I'm trying, and clearly Can you we get got us a lot tickets and just accept that I'm going to be leave early or get there late. No, no, no. You're getting tickets, and then if you show up, great. But I'll be there waiting just in case. Do we have a hookup? I mean, you guys work in a building in New York City. Do we have a hookup? Uh, we work in a building that is banned from Madison Square Garden, so we have the anti hookup. <laughs> We're entirely banned? Um, I mean, basically, yeah. If I put CBS Sports Radio down as my credential request instead of CBS Sports, because I work with both, I would my credential request would get would get rejected from the from a Knicks game. I can't guarantee rejection, but I would suggest using a different variation of CBS. I love that. I don't All think right, Maggie does. James Dolan is a is a is a, is a, is a man child emotionally when it comes to these sort of things. Give me a break. Oh yeah, Maggie. What for the one thing she said that was accurate two years ago? Is that what we're talking about? Longer than that now. Three. I mean, give me whatever. I mean, we don't talk about James Dolan on the show very much because why would you? But I mean, come on. All right. Say only nice things. <laughs> yeah, they're always he, listening. He's the worst owner. In professional sports. But a great musician. Now we definitely Also can't go. not a great musician. Also not a great musician. I, I, you're Okay. Agree to disagree. Oh, great. Uh, by the way, I'm going to Cavs Knicks, and I have a cr- cr- credential request pending, Knicks. So if you want to reject it. It's not pending for long. Yeah. It's out there. All right. Uh, we'll close out the show with a little goodbye to, to Derek Carr. Um, after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. From my friend Andrew Bogus. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. Tommy wants to tell you something, but I'm not going to let him because I want to be the one to share the message. This NFL postseason, every Westwood One NFL broadcast streams live for free. The wild card round, the divisional round, the AFC and NFC championship games, Tommy, the, the Pro Bowl and Super Bowl 57. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com. Buy a Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone, the free AutoZone fixed finder service. Can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine life for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get on the zone, AutoZone. I don't know why I've been mixing in more Tommies lately with you. I think it's friendship familiarity. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Nobody in my adult life calls me Tommy anymore, so it's a flashback for me. But people call you that that knew you back in the salad day, in the old days. Anyone pre-college. 
goes Tommy. Anyone I met at college or in my professional career goes Tom. What was Tommy, fourth grade Tommy DeCelestino all about? What was that vibe? Uh, you'll be surprised by this, but I was a punk. You were a punk? Yeah, I was like the class clown, didn't listen to the rules. Like, yeah, I was that kid. You you were, really? Yeah. I was hard to deal with. Some might say I'm still hard to deal with. Some might. Um, were you loud and sort of boisterous and, like, were you a talker? Yeah, absolutely. I've changed my ways on the talking part. Yes, you have. What happened? Where'd it go? When, yeah. when did it? Now it's just silent judgment. Why did Tommy become this Tom? And I like Tom. But the Tommy sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, thank you for saying that I'm not fun now. I appreciate no, that. No, no, no. You, you <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess uh, somewhere along the way I uh, tried to change my personality. Did you? You had a different personality. Yeah, I was a totally different kid. When did that change? Like high school? Yeah, I would say late high school. Late? Why? Did you wake up one day and just no, decide? No, uh, yeah, you met a girl. Things changed. Like, I, bar- <laughs> I barely got through the first half of high school in terms of, like, school-wise. Turned it around, junior and senior year. You met a girl, but you yeah. didn't marry that girl. I did not. What happened to her? Where's she at? Uh, according to Facebook, she's living on the West Coast. She's married. She's got a family. She's doing yeah, good. It all, it's all happening. Yeah. It all, it's all happening yeah. for everybody. Okay. I didn't know that about you, man. I should be called Billy, but I was pretty much the same person. And many would say that's unfortunate that I didn't change. So it's, it's an <laughs> absolutely a no-judgment zone. Uh, we heard from, from Andrew Bogish in the update, the, the Derek Carr statement about, you know, basically... Uh, goodbye. It breaks my heart. I didn't get an opportunity to say goodbye in person. We've been on a roller coaster. He He's going somewhere else. I am. Um, the reality is that we have the luxury when we're in when we're in media. You okay there? <laughs> little little your head itch. Your, your, your head itch. Yeah. I looked up and you're just like aggressively scratching your scalp. You okay? <laughs> I couldn't wait anymore. Yeah, no, let it. Oh, no, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to out you there. I'm sorry. Um. It just threw me off. I was all getting all emotional for Derek Carr, and you were just attacking your scalp. I took a shower this morning, I swear. Speaking of, so it looked like there's a bug in your hair, so like the way you're attacking it, not that there's a bug. I was in my car the other day. I'm not going to I'm not gonna pretend that I like bugs. I'm not going with them. I don't like spiders. It's the thing is what it is. I'm in my car the other day. Thank, I was picking my daughter up, and thank God I was the car wasn't moving. I was driving through rush hour traffic. People were crazy. I pull up. And I wait. I'm waiting outside this building, and I look to my left, and, and the world's the size of a quarter. A cricket jumps on my arm, dude, and I, it was not a good reaction. And, and if I had been driving, because I thought it was a spider at first, I I think I would have driven into. I'm not kidding. I think I would have driven into people, into cars, because when you're in your car, doesn't that feel like that's gonna? Like I'm out like. Going for a run and a, and a sp- bug, I, or even playing tennis and a bug flies in my mouth or whatever. You're playing hoops and there's some spider, whatever. But the car is supposed to be a safe space from the insects of the world. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, what do you do you when nothing? you're driving? Uh, it actually does spark. Bill, I watched a movie last night, and if, if you've seen it, you'll know where I'm going with this. Okay. The latest Jurassic Park movie. I've seen it. Yeah. Big bugs. Big bugs throughout that movie. Didn't didn't love the didn't love the big bugs. Yeah, kind of freaky. 
Well, um, when I lived in Arkansas, I learned so the reason I had a cat is largely and that cat lasted made it twenty one years. Today, I like to make fun of me for um, because I have, you know what a palmetto bug is. I don't, and I don't want to know. It's a roach that is the size of this coffee mug right here, and they're fast, and they don't they don't reproduce the same way. Apparently, if I remember this right, so it's not when you see one, there's not, but they're everywhere in, in Little Rock, Arkansas. And I lived on a ground floor in a really cool neighborhood in Little Rock. I lived in a in a in a tiny little hovel, and I got a cat. It was like, all right, what? Well, and it did. It killed all the. It killed the. But it would just freak me out, man. They look like those Jurassic Park bugs. I'm not a, I don't like bugs, man. Yeah, I'm not a bug guy either. Although my wife I, makes me kill them anytime they're anywhere in our house. I'm going to give you a horrifying fact that I read once. You ready? It's horrifying. <sighs> yeah. Hit Turn me. the radio off if your kids are listening. All right? I'll give you like a three-second head start. Then come back in 12 seconds. Apparently, I think on, on average, every adult in America swallows one and a half spiders in their sleep a year. I didn't need to know that. I mean, didn't you... need to know that. <laughs> why, why, why does my tongue have a... Ow! Oh, I bite my tongue in the middle? I, terrible. What a, I couldn't sleep for three months when I saw that. That's going to be my nightmare tonight. I already know it. Maybe it's not true. It. Maybe it's, it's, not true but maybe it's even more than one and a half. <laughs> I, uh, I love our boss, our new boss, Mike, and I loved our old boss, Mark Chernoff, who retired. This is where Chernoff, I would have gotten a text message. Enough with the spider talk. Oh, please. Nobody cares about bugs. I might have even got a phone call on this one. You're ta- eating spiders? Why the- I thought you were going to talk about Derek Carr. No, man, we've, we've heard left. Derek Carr's leaving, he's sad, the end. So that's the- that was the segment. Someone should sign him. There we go. Sports Talk Radio at its finest. <laughs> we're out of time, aren't we? We got uh, now, was- you know, 30 seconds for some more bug talk. I was watching that Mike McDaniel press conference, and he was kind of slouching over when he first got there, and it looked so much like Tom DiBenedetto when when they cut him on CBS Sports Network, and he's bent over papers working, like in the you know going to and from commercial on the Jim Rome show. It was crazy, man. <laughs> they look exactly the same. I can't not see DiBen when I see Mike McDaniel. It's two smart guys, two good-looking cats. It's not. It's a compliment to both of them. That's it. That's the show. It's all of it. We're back tomorrow. But have a pretty daddy and bogus. I'm Bill Ryder. Thanks for listening to CBS Sports Radio.